0: This is your host Sam Jirocki from J-Rock loan Care and Gardening speaking about all things loan care, garden related and business wise whether you do this at home for a bit of fun or if you're trying to break into the business sit tight and enjoy the podcast Good morning everyone and welcome back to another J-Rock's loan Care Gardening podcast Here we are on episode number 58 titled which direction is your gardening business heading now i'm saying gardening business this kind of works for whether you're doing landscaping just general gardening if you're specifying in lawn care you know the whole kind of category of working outdoors under your own basically self-esteem here and the reason why we're talking about it is because you kind of need to know you know, at some point you've got to kind of sit back and you need to have a think about which direction you're going with your with your plan, with the services that you're offering, clients, all that sort of stuff. So I'm just going to talk about it a little bit today and just a bit about what's going on at the moment. So at this moment in time, we are currently busy, as I'm sure everyone kind of is. We kind of hit a a point and some years may still be there that are further down south where the grass isn't fully sort of grown. Everything was kind of dry and killed off. Or, well, really, you know, when I recorded, for those that have listened to the last podcast about handling the heat, it kind of just seemed to get a little bit worse after that podcast aired. So, we kind of just kept on getting them hot ideas and the kept on coming and coming and coming. And for those that were unable to get sort of water down on the lawns, or whether you've got your own sort of water butt systems where you self collect your own water. you distribute that across your lawn, whether your clients maybe do that, whether you've got water running and you're not on a meter, so you are able to do them things, I am sure you would have been okay. But for the majority, and especially those with larger gardens, didn't have that option. So all I've kind of seen over the last few weeks is that people's lawns have been completely sort of burnt off, meaning that they're all brown, crispy, really not much growth whatsoever, and look, that's the way it is, overall are I think the way everything is going with temperatures rising, we're getting hotter and hotter each year. We're getting these periods, and don't get me wrong, we've always had summers. And for, you know, most of my adult, adult life, all you kind of hear from parents and grandparents is, oh, you don't get summers like you used to, you don't get winters like you used to. And But now we're getting it. In an odd way, I mean, the country's hitting 40 degrees down south, what is kind of unseen of, and it's changing. And what that does is it, it makes our job change as well. We've now got to react accordingly to what's going on. And a lot of the time, what comes of this is we've got to see it first and then pass that off, right? And you need to think about that because we all know the type of client out there. That when you say something or you you mention a price to or, you know, a type of service and they kind of, they're unsure about it. Or they say, oh, well, it used to be this when, I don't know, Frank used to do my lawn 15 years ago. You know, what I'm getting at some people are trapped in a little bit of a, a time bubble where the way everything needs to run now with prices and services and everything down that line isn't how it is how it was, sorry, for some customers, you know, a good bit of time ago. So it it is forever changing. We've got to kinda of educate and reassure the clients for how we are in this day and age. Like wetting agents, a lot of clients don't even know about wetting agents. And personally I don't actually use them, I don't put them down. But it's definitely after seeing how this year's been, it's gonna be something I'm gonna implement 110%. Because a lot of the time with wet wetting agents you need to kinda of get them down. Well you do you you need to get them down ahead of a bad forecast, okay? So if it's looking like it's gonna be a dry month in July, you wanna be putting that down in the sort of very end of June, very start of July and getting that soaked in. Because you need that wet alone, it needs to be soaked before you're putting that down. So things like that is we need to start seeing ahead of the curve. But that that's how it's going. Like I say with them hotter days and so that's what we've been dealing with. It's being that sort of train of people when we're normally out cutting loans and you know a lot of the time people probably still doing the weeklies I've seen a lot of people sort of stand back from that and go right well what else can I do and this is what you need to be really good at you know reacting within this business sort of world is going right well not just you know Gemma's lawners who are cut every two weeks that's now burnt off so I can I'm now losing let's say, 15 clients or whatever it is to to loans that aren't grown, you know, I've now got half my normal monthly wage now coming in. Why don't you go back to them clients and go, well, Gemma, I usually cut your loan, but since there's nothing to be done there, you know, you've got a shrub over here or you've got this hedge line that can be trimmed up a little bit. I've actually noticed your driveway. Uh, It it could do with a bit of a power washing, pressure washing react react accordingly oh you've got this nice border instead of doing the grass cut i could actually come in for half an hour and just clean up that border for you or add a bit of mulch or do this or do that and by reacting accordingly you can keep your services going and you know you could change a lot of that to price work as well so you could actually be making more money for let's say a 30 minute time period than what you would usually do through the grass cutting and that's how this kind of kind of win for me. Anyone that's been keeping tabs on my social media profile, I've had um, a couple of big properties to go through lately, more of the one-off kind of jobs as well, as well as a bit of, i say, landscaping. It was ripping out loads of plant, plants, sadly, and filling that back in with sort of a low-maintenance garden, getting the membrane down, getting some uh, 40 mil blue slate in there. And that isn't stuff that I usually do, big garden clearances, like that and then putting some form of slate or bark or that sort of thing in i normally stick to the more hedge work lawn work until winter time and that's what i was saying to the client here was that this type of job as is, we've moved it into summer because now you can enjoy the garden for the rest of the year the way it basically was is that there weren't gardeners they must have had easily 250 meters squared and then maybe a bit more than that around the back as well and it was just full of plants there was a a plant lover that used to live there once upon a time and they completely packed out this this garden what's fantastic right and it it did it when everything was blooming it looked beautiful but it hadn't been touched in so long by someone that loved gardening they'd been in the house for eight years or so that it all had a mind of its own and this is where You know, people need to think about when they move into houses. And this is where our work comes through. It might not be the generation of house owner that's there currently, but someone that doesn't like it further on down the line. It's just a natural, naturally how it goes. And so in this case, they just had so much to do around the back where they actually spend their time that when they were coming through and they seen how much work there was to do in the garden at the front where they spend zero time and they don't, they didn't like how it looked. It was just a lot for them to sort of process and get past each time. And they openly spoke about it. And this is what I'm about to say here is something that I didn't really think that you'd ever touch on within this type of business. The type of an effect you can have. And these clients openly talked about how many arguments they would have. You know, how much bickerments how the window would go to the kitchen, they'd look out the window and they'd be like, oh... You know, can you not just go out and sort out them borders? Oh, they all need cut back again. Oh, you do it. You do it. You know, and these are a couple that I believe had been together, you know, 30 plus years. And, you know, so the, I'm guessing they're a pretty strong marriage and whatever else. But it, it was causing bickerments And, you know, he, the man that lived there, he was saying, you know, co- causes anxiety. He says, I'll just see it and I'll just know that dread of how much I've got to do and how little, He says we could spend hours in this garden and nothing would really look like it changed because they just didn't know what to do or what plant to take out where. A lot of them were self-spreading. Loads and loads and loads of bulbs in there. So things just duplicating beneath ground level that they weren't able to touch. So, you know, it was causing them all this stress and anxiety and everything else that comes with it. And so by us going in there and, you know, changing this garden, making low maintenance, like I say, for anyone that that's not sure what I'm talking about, if you scroll back through my Instagram, it's a garden that was obviously full of plants and then replaced with slate. Uh, and yeah, they said just instantly, as soon as we finished, though, like it's like you know that that anxiousness is gone. You know, it feels so much more open and a nicer space. And they used to joke about they used to go through the back door because they used to hate how the front looked so much. They'd park in the driveway and walk around the back of the house and so they just said instantly that was gone they didn't feel like they had this embarrassment of this overgrown garden anymore and this relief and i think that's a bit of the joy of the work that you don't fully understand that you're going to be getting is the fact that you can literally make someone stay or relieve them of you know with the amount of worries that's going on in the world you can take such a weight off their shoulder by you offering a job now while being on that job, I've also been offered. So this just goes to show, by doing a job that's so, uh, trans- that rec- that shows such a transformation. Okay, and I know it's not everyone's cup of tea. Everyone would have preferred the plants. I get it, but just doing that alone, we have now got from that one job that was a good little earner. We've now got tree work in the winter months. We've now got pressure washing in the winter months. We've now got, uh front garden lawn renovation next spring okay just from oh yeah and then roughly somewhere between quarterly visits just to keep on top of the borders if anything makes its way through membrane check it out so that's like later on down the line but you know we've got four different services there what's going to be you know a good i don't know probably touching on around about a thousand pound worth of services just from going at that one job and doing a good job and talking to them you know and and this is like the sort of evolution of it all and I'll talk on this a little bit more later like the evolution of your business but by showing up and doing a good job and doing something that's very transformational and having that respect with the clients you can upsell your work and in these months where like i say the grass has slowed down and you know you're faced with these different directions well do i just stop do i just cut the loan that's not even grown do I move on to hedges? Do I, you know, try and do border work? Do I start advertising again? You know, you might be losing clients through just the way the world is at the moment. I know I've had a few people that's gotten in touch and, you know, they've said, we're losing customers. And, but equally, there's been so many people that's turned around and said, you know, they've had such a busy year. And I think it just depends where your business is at and what you're relying on, Um and that that's kind of way where, where you're faced with. So by doing these and trying to upsell your your jobs, there will still be clients out there that can afford not just the service you're doing, but like six others, right? So you need to think about this, and you need to get to know them clients, and you need to keep a mental note of it. So when things goes quiet in one direction, you get in touch with the client that you know is happy to have more work done, and you know start offering these other services. So we're talking directions here, and I'm I'm getting carried away with what I've been doing. But I'm basically trying to state, do you know where it's going? Do you Have you got a fixed plan? Is it on paper? Have you got it on an Excel spreadsheet somewhere? Is it just a conversation that you have with your mother, you know, about how you're going to run this business and which direction, which path you think you want to take through it all? And there's so many different subcategories when it comes to this sort of thing. But my business, it started with knowing that I really wanted to do lawn care as a main point. So around my area, apart from the green thumb that I'd seen that do, you know, treatments, and I know they do renovations as well, but they don't do grass cutting. And then when I was looking into this, the only people I could see that really focus on grass cutting is people that aren't really registered. You know, there's so many people that I heard that just do it on the side. And I thought, well, what if I could merge the two? If I could make a professional company that also offers a frequent um revisit to do the whole package. You know, I can transform your loan and then I can take care of it for you. You know, this whole thing. But then during that process, I really fell in love with hedges as well. The more I looked into this sort of world, the more I was looking... You know, naturally with algorithms of YouTube and things like that, you know, hedges came along and it was actually Jason Groom that I seen pop up doing the hedge work, And I just, you know, kind of fell in love with his videos on YouTube and I just fell in love with the different type of types of hedges that you could work on, the different shapes you could create and just the overall aesthetic of it. It just fit really well, as most of you know, because most of you do it, but it just really fitted. And this is the thing, when I talk about direction, directions in your business and which one you're going to go, I don't think you need to be set. So if you're sitting there now and you're someone that's going to be new to the industry or it's your first year in and you, you're thinking, oh, well, you know, I said I was only going to cut grass and just do hedges. Like I, I can't take on the other jobs or I was going to sh- just do hard landscaping only. It's not too late because what you need to realize and remind yourself of is is it's your business. So whatever way you want to take it, take it. You know, there's nothing wrong with adding that additional service. So when I got to the point where I was offering these these basic, you know, services, because naturally you have garden in your name and you're on Google, people's gonna ring you for things like weeding, uh garden clearances, you know, just these little things that so are just tied to that name. You know, it's very rarely now that I'll actually take on any form of just weeding job because the way I see it, you know, in in price-wise, people think, oh, well, you don't need any tools, you're just there. But if I need a 20-meter-squared slabbed area, okay, and then I just find it back-breaking. I just find it a bit back-breaking doing it through slabs. I don't mind it in borders so much, but doing it through slabs, I find it very boring, you know, I do have a mat but still my knees uh, just the way they are and the, the abuse my knees have had through the years in the military I just don't find it very enjoyable so I put quite a high price tag on that and the, you know or quite often enough people still take on that service but I find that if when people ring just for that I'll, I'll tell them that I don't just offer that anymore whereas once upon a time I used to just because it's not you know, to get £50 or whatnot to do an hour's weeding or an hour and a half weeding, it might be quite a good conversion for the hourly rate, but I just don't find it, like I say, beneficial to myself or or at all for for a one-off customer. More because I don't need that type of work right now. I've got enough sort of lined up everywhere else. So I kind of push for them to be sort of an all-in-one or stick a big minimum price tag so garden cleanups, just so you know, that there's a bottom figure of £100, £150, whatever that might be. So even if you turn up to the smallest garden, that isn't actually going to take you that long. You still might need a whole range of equipment with you. You might need to fully flip your van around so that you're taking completely different equipment to get this job done. And, you know, with all that, it needs to be worth it. Okay, so I always stick depend on what it is and how I feel. Quite honestly, I'll stick a minimum price on that type of work when someone first gets in touch. But by deciding which way you're gonna go and the services that you're gonna develop to, you can just kind of go with the flow. So I just find if I find interest in something, or if I can, I take my hand to it and I go, you know what, I really enjoy that. I'll either I'll push it on things like Google, the pictures that I put out, the posts I put out. Because I'm a grand believer in the algorithm of things that if you just, you post what you're doing and what you like to do, for example, maybe the ride on work lately, that work somehow finds its way back to you. And I'm not too sure how it works, right, if it's different energies in the planet, if it's an algorithm on Facebook, or if it's just luck. But all I know is that when I push out something, at some point it comes back around. So like I say, the ride on more work, I had nothing of that the first Really, yeah, and a half. N- nothing came through for ride-on right lawnmower work. After I then had the odd job uh, where I was hiring for like big brush cutters, like the griller machines, I found that all right, I might actually double, you know, get a ride-on right more and see what happens. And then all of a sudden, you know, I think I've got four or five properties now that are all ride-on right more work, and the majority are well, two of them's under the hundred-pound limit limit under the bracket of a hundred pound. But the rest of it's, you know, far exceeds that because they're all big areas. And that's just kinda that's a good there's enough of them that it's a good um it's a good category of income for my business and it just works really well. So I think when you're looking at the directions and you're moving forward, the services that you choose is completely flexible. And it needs to be that you might be aware of what what you're gonna be doing in the beginning. But don't be afraid to to move off that baseline if you've been going for five years now and you like the look of something just do it just offer it and a lot of the time what normally happens is that you buy a, a lower range item so let's say you don't do much pressure washing you might then turn around and, and do what i did i bought a plug-in one okay i'm some people might go full ahead and get the engine mounted pressure washers that's fine but i always get something that i can use that's like high level homeowner or bottom level sort of professional and then see how i feel with that service when it's a new one if you can get by with it then happy days but just see what it is try it and go for it if you don't like doing it just never advertise it again you know and turn it away it's literally no harm done now equipment wise the directions that you're heading with your equipment many people i think lately have made this switch you know between battery and fuel we have this chat so often Um, you know the way I say it is batteries there you know everyone that's listening enough of my podcast episodes will know that I, I vouch for battery equipment and it, what buggles me with it is that so many people are still hard no yeah it just doesn't work it'll never work you know it's not up to standard it's not this it's not that and quite often I don't always check you know where where these people are from that sort of comment on the page saying this sort of stuff so i get it if you're in america and you're cutting you know some of them are crazy if you're cutting 150 lawns a day and they're all pretty sizey areas then i understand that you know the chances are that you might come across and it you might need a bit too many batteries i understand that but especially on our side with these smaller areas you know the the typical british loan that must be inside of 150 meter squared i would say for the average loan in the uk there it's it's not a bother you can get away it doesn't cost too much i've always said you know with with a thousand pound worth of batteries you can get through the day i mean everyone stops at lunch at some point you can charge in the van if you really want to go down that route that there's enough things there that you can make happen so that you're sorted so that you don't need to worry about it And for me like i say i just feel like it's there the streamers that i've been using and actually recently i'm still yet to put the review out on the on the ego stuff so please bear with me with that for anyone that's that's either wondering about it or is that holding me to my promise of the reviews they are happening it's just get i'm getting the time together to get all the footage i need and get it pushed out here but using them lately You know, I wasn't too sure about the strimmer, and I've been open and honest about that with the comments that I've made, but I used it last week, for example, and I actually used it with a strap over. I found it quite heavy and quite bulky, but using it with a strap over the shoulder, doing some clearance work on a paddock, and that thing is powerful. You know, that's, you know, I want to give a very honest review about all these sort of items that I use, but that thing is powerful. It absolutely eats through the grass, so that's fantastic. But if you're unsure in any one direction of whatever level, don't forget there's a whole range of battery tools. Like, are you buying the best one? For me, there's not much point in buying the lowest level unless it's a budget concern, okay? If you can only afford a cheaper one, then I understand that you're going for more of a, a homeowner battery tool and you're dabbling that way. What, what's great if that's the only way that you can double, but if, not if money is no object, but if you can, Try the higher range stuff because you want better performance, so go for it. Buy for the pre- better performance. You will thank that bit of equipment time and time again, but it still even comes to a time where fuel does have its place. So at the moment, I'm looking into obviously the, the bigger ride on Moas. Everyone knows that the zero turn that I currently use, I find fantastic. This was a direction in my business that I decided to take, right? So I already took an initial direction of i want to go hard battery okay i want to implement this everywhere if i can be zero emission then i want to be but then getting to that point and i think i've said before i'm about 85 90 percent battery equipment even higher of a percentage on the daily running sort of side of things but then there was a direction change of i still want to do all these bigger areas i want to do these big cut downs you know in last i checked battery hasn't made a like a grillo rough cutter yet something that can climb banks to steep angles and take down five six foot high grass you know that hasn't been created yet so there's times where you still need to push over back to fuel for certain equipment and this is kind of what i always push out is you know like with challenge 2025 that ego pushes is we're not asking everyone to quickly sell all your fuel tools sell the uh your diesel van your petrol van jump over to everything being electric or hybrid or whatever that isn't what it's saying it's where you can make the change because ah, it sounds selfish but you need to come first you need to have your business in mind at the end of the day that's what's going to make your living a better living to be in your life and you it needs to work for you so yes if you've only got big large open areas that are always in terrible shape and you need something that you've tried battery and it doesn't cut the mustard so you need to stick with a 900 pound brush cutter machine you know with whatever engine on it then that's what you need to do but wherever you can take that jump try it and but reassess the direction that your business is in and equipment is that big one for us so wherever you're starting to go with it or if you're not going anywhere if you i often find that you end up in a position of just flotation where You've at one point had all these goals, aspirations, thoughts about the directions that you want to change, uh, like take with with equipment, with the type of jobs, with the type of customers. And now that that's maybe over and done with several years ago, you're just sort of floating. There is nothing wrong at all with then checking back in with yourself and going, does this still work? Am I still happy doing this? You know, thinking about it, oh yeah, and that just reminded me, one of the other jobs on that that low landscaping um site i had was fencing it's another thing i don't have but it's another thing i could have added if i decided to basically it's not even an experience thing i could gain experience somewhere but it's another job that came along um and yeah so whatever it might be you could reassess and if this keeps on happening where loads of people keep on coming to me or to you whatever it might be and say do you offer fencing, do you offer fencing, do you offer fencing? Then you should, at that point, think about it. And that's all it is. You should reassess and go, Do I am I actually interested in doing that type of work? Because we all know it's pretty good money. There's a pretty high markup to it if you wanted to add it. The price of timber is obviously through the roof. But you can make a lot of money through the labour doing fencing work. And the thing is, is usually with this type of stuff, especially the landscaping, as soon as you've done one garden, it's word of mouth. Oh, it's like it's a blatant, obvious change. They used to have a hedge. Now they've got a fence. Who did that for you? And then the word of mouth carries. So that's the situations you're kind of left with. Between that then, you've then got the clients that I was talking about there. And this could be focused on in client's forward slash, it kind of ties into the jobs. But the direction that you're choosing and trying to take you need to assess where that is. Right, just hold me for a second there. I'm just going to take a quick break. Here's a quick advert, and then I'll be back right with you. This episode is brought to you by Total Loan. Total Loan provides scientifically engineered loan care products to homeowners, hobbyists, and loan care professionals. The range of fertilizers and biostimulants will keep your lawn looking lush, green, and moss-free all year round. I use Total Loan products for my customers and on my own lawn, and I think you should too. The team at Total Loan put quality above anything else when they're producing their loan feeds. They use ingredients that are rarely, if ever, used by their competitors to give you the best loan possible. Try Total Loan today at totalloan.co.uk and use code JROCKLOANCARE at the checkout to receive 10% off your whole order. Total Loan are so confident in their products that you can use them on your loan and if you're not happy with the results, you can get in touch with them up to 90 days later for a full refund. Go to totalloan.co.uk and transform your loan so welcome back to the podcast there you have just heard from our sponsors total Lawn, and for everything that they offer with the fertilizers go check them out now so as i was talking about there with the client change what i meant by that was it's the type of jobs that you do and how that ties in and it's the things that you might focus on them 25 pound a week of loans where they're fortnightly and you know there's nothing to them it is literally just cut blow out you know and that's you that's all that you're doing you might also focus the direction change with the type of clients that you're taking and i'm not talking so much about how they live or the type of people they are as much but the type of loans that they offer and i suppose what they're looking for so if they're after a more overall type of work like I know so many people now that are moving or gravitating towards these gardens where they can just spend four hours there and they don't need to move from this. Okay, they can sit there and just work through and not have to change around or they know that this client is going to want extra services done because they want their garden looking better. Or they might just have the trees on the property and you go, right, I know that's when to work straight away. So I'll get in there with the lawns and then I'll I'll secure a deal for... Something that will take me through winter as well. So this is all the directions where you should be sort of thinking. And I think it's more prominent now in this current climate that we're we're in than it ever has been before. And it makes a lot of sense to not just get trapped in just grass. Because unless you're going to go heavy with that for eight months of the year. And I was thinking about this yesterday. That we basically work a normal, in my type of business anyway my main season is eight months long. Okay. So two thirds of the year is a main earning seasons where I'm going for the renovations. I'm going for the treatments. I am cutting loans, you know, that, that builds up, I would say 80% of my business. And then 20% is the ongoing maintenance afterwards. And it's enough to carry me through winter, but still the main package is on the grass. Now, as I sort of develop through this, what my plan is personally is that I'm going to be taking on more gardens that are like the ones I've just described to you there, where I can focus on the lawns and, you know, get heavy into through the season, but there's also a chance or an opportunity there to be able to go, right, all this winter work that I can just see, you know, when I walk into a garden now, I say, right, that's a December job, right, I could do that in February oh, look, I could come at any point in the year and do that. It doesn't matter what it is, even if there's snow on the ground. So I look for these sort of, these jobs now, regardless of what I've been called there for, and I'll always drop that into conversation, whether it's previous to me doing the job, whether it's during, during a coffee break with a client, whether it's afterwards, before I'm about to leave. Like, that low landscaping one I'd done earlier on, they turned around and, you know, we had a lot of friendly chats throughout it all, but before I left that property, I went, oh, oh, by the way, is there anywhere where you'd like me to review you? You know, we're really, really happy with the work. And I said, oh, well, actually, you know, on my invoice, there's a there's a review link there. Please feel free to fill it out. It'll go straight to my Google. It really helps. And that was their step forward. But by me doing that, it could also lead to other work of much the same regard that would fill in in the winter. You know, so these are all opportunities. Uh, like important opportunities to take and and things not just to not just to sit back and go i earn good money for eight months of the year and for anyone that isn't in this yet you will learn that you know the chances are what you earn in january isn't going to be the same as what you may earn in may right the two completely different months depend on the services that you provide so you need to kind of look at it and decide on that direction of of which way you're going to go now the last thing that I can do on a second or last is the evolution and the evolution within your business. And I've touched on this throughout, but this is just tying it together. When we're talking about, you know, which direction is your garden business heading, it doesn't have to necessarily be fixed, okay? It isn't a, a signpost that's concreted in and can never be moved. Look, you can go over there where you can break up that concrete, change the direction on the sign, okay? Add another post to it whatever it might be and and take different directions and this is just something that you should be aware of and you should be confident in doing or at least actively being open to look more into and a lot of it is evolution so like i uh, just to tie back to the start of the podcast where I told you that I started just wanting to do renovations a couple of small weeding jobs and some general grass cutting really fortnightly nothing more spectacular than that that's that's changed. I've evolved from that side of me to a more all-rounded, more experienced person in the in the last few years of me doing this, that I want to now offer, instead of just hedge trimming, it's now large hedge reductions as well. You know, instead of just grass cutting, it's now full grass treatments for the whole year. And I do this by direct debit, so even if I'm not visiting that property for two months, I'm still getting a payment from them. And I've carried that on, so... All my treatment services they get paid off over twelve months. Okay, R- regardless when you joined, if you if someone was to join me now and I'm left with an, an autumn and a winter foot like autumn and winter uh, treatment left, that would be spread through the winter months and it ends thirty first of March, restarts the first of April, and that's just the way that I personally I run that. But what it means is that I'm getting some form of direct debit payment throughout their months and it's little things like this that you might want to change and you might go oh that's a good idea or it's all about security because when we're solo owners here and i've actually just spoken about this with i've spoken the podcast many times about us going for a new house at the moment well we had a mortgage meeting yesterday and you know the amount of conversations we have about critical illness you know about what happens if you fall ill and I haven't spoken about this properly on the podcast before, but um, sadly, I I lost my brother last year to bowel cancer, you know, when he got diagnosed. So he had his own joinery company. He was a limited company. And yeah, very successful joiner. seeming in good health all years through. You know, he's got a young family. He's got two kids um, that, that he's, he's left behind, his wife. And, uh, you know, many people that loved him. But he also had many clients. You know, he had many contracts. He had many jobs going on. And, you know, he got hit with a stage four bowel cancer that sadly took his life, I think it was about 10 months later after diagnosis. And, yeah, that that's him, gone. You know, there's no more earning money in that, in that business. And the saving grace to my brother there, and what we were speaking about within our mortgage is critical illness. You know, what happens if something happens to you? Is your company forever rolling? You know, do you have children at home that that rely on on your income? Do you have a partner that semi-relies on your income in your house? You know, we don't know what's going to happen. So all-roundedly, you need to make sure that there's something there. And, you know, to, to drop that scale a whole lot more, what happens if you just break your ankle or you roll your ankle and you, you're off your feet for two weeks, you know, do you have something in place where you're going to be all right? Well, you know, in my regard, them direct debit payments are still going to come over. I could push a treatment to the right to the left a little bit and you know, I could still get by now. So making these things and thinking almost worst case scenarios. So for example, coming away from that, we've now looked into the critical illness cover um because life insurance is something i've always well i've i've had since deployments and stuff like that in the military but the critical illness side you just never think about and you never think it's going to be you and don't get me you know one in two people get cancer what a horrible statistic that is but it would wipe you off your feet and it might not even be you you might be able to to crack on but what happens if it's your loved one and you want to be there with them you know you want to be you don't want to be working as much as what you're working now. You want to be at home with them. You want to make sure that they're fine. And by having these types of covers, it's gonna help you carry on through. You know. So at this point, I don't wanna just jump on that too much because it's a bit of a it's a bit of a sore subject and I'm sure that there's you know, in one and two in the amount of people that listen to this podcast, the majority of viewers would have known someone that's either passed away from it or you know or had it and managed to fight through it and bounce back from it but it's something we should be thinking of when we're looking at directions when we're looking at self-sufficiency within our business it might be a bit better for those that have a second or a third person within the company because you can offload that work a bit better and distribute it fantastic but if you don't and it is just you it's definitely something to be thinking about because you know i never thought about it as much when prior to this point prior to this mortgage meeting and like i say i had the life insurance that would cover the amount of the house that i live in and any outstanding bills there'd be a bit my son would be left with the house and the rest would be distributed towards family but anything past that for the type of house we're going for next it wouldn't touch it you know especially if it was a critical illness so that's why we've had a look into it but I, I, on that, I know this is a semi-sidestep, but I've just thought of it while talking here. If you haven't done that, it is it does cost quite a bit of money for for two years. But I would hugely suggest you do it because the worst thing that could happen is that, you know, something happens to someone, one of our listeners here, one of our listeners' families, and, you know, and you're not ready for it. So in the business side of things, you need to just ensure that you're prepared. But going through that evolution, it all changes. What might have been twelve months ago might not be anymore, okay, there might be other other cards to play, and you need to be open to that so the last point on this one is what more is there you know we've we've ticked it off we've we've looked at the jobs, we've looked at the clients, we've looked at the equipment that is everything, surely, but there is other sides, and in my case, it's the online community side, things like this podcast, you know it might be something that. You know, I, I'm sure if everyone done it, it would it would water down the content a little bit. Don't get me wrong. But not everyone is going to do it. Do you, but do you have that much of an interest in it that you'd like to sort of push it forward and, and see what YouTube's about? Do you want to see what podcasting's about? Or are you just interested in jumping on a podcast and just getting yourself out there so that other people in the community know you better by doing these interviews and stuff like that? Well, if so, then get in touch. You know, I am more than happy to discuss it all with you if if you want to know any information about jumping on podcasts whether it's my own podcast whether it was making your own whether it was jumping on youtube whatever it might be you know there's maybe some advice i could share with you there but there is this whole online community side and you know i'm very lucky enough and blessed enough to have worked with so many different companies you know ranging from kawasaki to Webang to ego um to Forestmaster, still uh, sorry, not still. My bad. They haven't ever reached out. Silky. Um, you know the the, the list kind of does go on. I've w- I've worked with many companies where I've I've been very fortunate enough to either just combine with articles. Obviously, the big one being my sponsorship with Total Loan. They've been a massive support through all this. And when you get that support of treatments and and guidance and just that one-on-one with these companies at that a are, at that an influencer level. You know, there's something very unique about that feeling and that support. And yeah, so what I would say here is, the business itself aside, there's this whole online side that could offer you influencer opportunities, you know, to, to fly down to different places and to try new equipment and and get them reviews out there. Because what it does is I get to share the review with you, but I get to get experience with that piece of equipment. And for me, that's very valuable as well. You know, so it's something to think about. Anyways, that's just me tying up on this one. I hope you have a great Saturday here, a great weekend. For those that listen, I know a lot of you listen to the start of the week. I hope you have a fantastic week. It seems like we're getting a bit more. Um, the showers are starting to pick up again, especially in Scotland. It's maybe rained five or six times in the last few weeks. So it's starting to get there again. I hope down south you get a little bit more just to sort of get things kicking back into shape. But I'm sure it won't be long any questions at all just let me know but I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast and I hope you have a fantastic week ahead take care everyone and speak to you next week